Hey, Rob. Hey, how you doing? Glad you're here. <laughs> Good to be here. We missed you. I was like, hold on, that's one, two. I was like, that's a lot of a lot of missing. I was like, where's Rob? <laughs> I'm here. <Who's> felt? <laughs> Thank you. Hey, who is that man? They all this. Now, stick Rob. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Yeah, some church things I had to take care of two weeks in a row. Welcome to Returning Citizen Association. My name is Ricky Gaines. Thank you, everybody, for showing up and showing out. Um, if you guys can see some of these faces that's in the room with me, my God, these people came from a long way. Um, I'll do a quick scan because I don't know if they can. You can see they, they camera. Oh, my God. You see them faces over there? Huh? All right. So I'm really grateful to have the brothers next to me. I'm really grateful to have the ladies on the screen. Uh, today's topic is going to be about a healthy relationship. We have a topic, but what happens is we have a conversation and our conversation takes us wherever it takes us. And I'm cool with that. Topic is healthy relationship. And the reason why, like we've been talking about a lot of things, sometimes we try to uh, lighten it up a little bit. Well, my name is Andrea Gaines. I'm Richard's wife. And I'm a business account executive for Vexus Fiber. I have been in the communication industry for about 20 years. And we have our publishing company, Capital Gains LLC. Um, and we're almost going to release a new book. This is uh, Tammy Appling. She's going to be doing about 49 poems in here. And they're beautiful, beautiful work for her. But it'll be out soon. <laughs> and I'm a wife and a mom. Um, I have not been to prison or jail, but I did do about 10 years with Ricky, like alongside him. And that's why I'm here representing the person who's been affected by incarceration because it was traumatic for me. And in so many different ways, you know, flying out there to see him and then I can't see him or just being under the gun of the prison system, you know, but I'm here to support the mission, you know, which is to increase the economical, political, and social capital of those who are returning to society, you know, and to help those in transition, you know, provide support, and which is what Ricky's doing now, you know, still in transition phase. But I love it. So I'm here. <laughs> Nina? Hey, you guys, uh, I'll be on the camera in a minute. But for now, my name is Nina Clark. Um, I'm Ricky's co-worker. He came to me with this idea, said what he wanted to do. And I said, say less, I'm in. I'm all about all about that. Um, I haven't done time in a pen either, but I had a lot of family members, ex-boyfriends that done, done time in a pen. So I feel like I done done the time too, you know. As, um, so I work with Ricky. We work for a, a mental health uh, a provider in the city. Um, which I, we love that work, you know, is very rewarding, you know, helping people get housed and everything. And um, yeah, I'm here for the journey and I'm glad to see everybody on here. So I'm, I'll pass it back to Ricky. Thank you, Nana. So y'all, so this is your board of directors of this organization right now. Uh, we have two other members. We haven't, um, I mean, work in life with returning citizens is, 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 is a whole up and down thing. So we uh, we are volunteer organizations, but 
Um, I want them to go first so they can, you guys can kind of get an idea of like what we're working with here. Uh, for myself, um, try to get a understanding of who we are. So my name is Ricky Gaines. I'm 46 years old. Um, the reason why I'm here is because I served a 29-year-to-life sentence. I did actually 24 years straight um, on that sentence. Um, I, I went in in 1995. I got out in 2019. Um, while I was inside, like, um, like it's not like every day you see people in, in, in my situation. Like, my situation was so horrible. Like, I tried to find a way up um, out of no way. And um, I just took opportunity after opportunity and was able to, uh, like, transform my life, you know, uh, get me in a place where, you know, I, I can have a college education. I can work for this great agency, like uh, Nina said. Um, I'll get promoted in a couple of years and be a case manager. Just like a lot of things um, happen is happening good for me, but it it didn't start like this. Like uh, I started like uh, most people that y'all probably know in the street, hustling, doing all the stuff that we do, and I landed myself in prison. And I was in prison, and I um, had to like I was looking around. I'm like, man, what happened to you? You know, uh, stuff kind of made me emotional, y'all. So. Uh, I'm like, man, what happened to you? You know, like, um, and we've been like through our, if we've been having any kind of home training, what happens is we get these seeds planted in us. And like, I don't know, like this scripture says that if you train a child up in the ways of the Lord, something about like, they will, they'll remember, you know, all I can say is that I remember, you know, I remember my home training. I remember everything that was imparted into me. And I just kind of took it for granted. Um, I kind of just thought that the only way was to this whole street life thing, right? So I went out there and I got myself in trouble. And um, when I was in prison, like I say, I looked around. I said that I didn't belong here. You know, I knew that I made some big mistakes. Uh, I made some horrible decisions, but I, I feel like I did not belong in prison. You know, um, I feel like I had more to offer the world. You know, so um, fast forward a whole bunch of time and, and stuff happened. Good stuff happened. I was able to get out of prison um, on my first parole uh, hearing. You know, um, life was have to go to the board of parole hearing. So, you know, it's a whole lot of process that go with that. We're going to talk about that stuff as we go on. I'm just trying to give you my introduction. Uh, I changed my life, totally changed my life. Um, in 2000, you know, I mean, in 20, oh, in March of this year, we started uh, the Turning Citizen Association. And our mission is to increase the economic, political, and social capital of returning citizens coming home. We have a returning citizen here today that haven't been home a week. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. um, and in short, our mission is just economic is about legitimate jobs or entrepreneurship. Um, political is about ending, ending the, the uh, collateral consequences that we face. Uh, we face a lot of collateral consequences that people don't really know about. Um, and the social just about uh, not not walking in that stigma that that stigmatized uh, thing that people be faced with when we come out. We're we're different from other people. We're not you know we're not this. We're not that. So like, we started this organization just to show that hey man we we regular people we take care of business like everybody else. Yeah we make mistakes but we can correct those mistakes and we get on the path and we try to connect with these other communities to learn stuff and keep growing um, while we're here which brings me to the topic of healthy relationships because it's not over just because uh, that's one thing that we notice as returning citizens. We come home, a lot of people in, in the world that haven't faced these challenges, you don't have to go to classes. Like you don't have to do groups. You, you don't have to try to do be better. If right. you do, that's your choice, right? 
Nobody's forcing you to do that. Like in our situation, sometimes we have to do that stuff in order to, you know, meet these hurdles, right? Thank God for it, though. You know, thank God for uh, growth and development of the human being. <laughs> so that's where we at. Healthy relationship. We want to hear anything you have to say about healthy relationships. Take take as much time as you need, but just bear in mind you got fourteen people here. Um, so tell us when you get when you came home, how much time you did. So we can get an idea, like what kind of situation you're in right now, and what thing that you think would need you would need to help you enhance your life, like moving forward. All right, I don't want to do too much talking, but I am the host, I am the facilitator, I am the moderator. So if y'all, if something go on, like I'm gonna try to make sure that we can get this get this message clear. Healthy relationships. Let's hear from you, brother. Tell me all about who you are. All right, take you out. All right, my name is uh, Tank, aka I mean, you know what I'm saying, but real name Shaka. I just came home less than four days ago. Uh, one of the major obstacles I experienced in that trip was I had a, I, I got to the destination, but it wasn't the original destination. They changed my um, route, so therefore it made my conditions a little bit harder, right? Because I had planned. All my plans for reentry up north. So I was dropped off in LA, which is 400 something miles away, and all and everything that I had planned for job resources is stuck up north. Wait a minute! Uh, wait a minute, man! Ooh, I'll turn it down right quick. Ooh. This is what I'm talking about. We got to have some kind of resiliency in us when this stuff happens, because this is the kind of stuff that happens. Where are you, like the area? What kind of area are oh, you located okay. in? Okay, I got you. Uh, basically, the reentry home that I came to is in smack dab in the middle of, uh, of Skid Row mm. in L.A. Los Angeles. Huh? Downtown Los Angeles. That that's correct. So take look, uh, originally the originally the destination was supposed to be the dream center. So what I'm saying is that this is your intro. I, I kind of cut in, I asked you that question about like where were you at? Because I want want to give our audience an idea like this stuff. Uh -huh. And uh we'll try to get back to this after this because it's a really, really crucial point for returning citizen association. But uh this is your intro. I, I won't cut you out no more. Could you tell us uh, who you are? Uh, how old are you? How long was you in? And stuff like that. Uh, all right. Well, I, I am 46 years old. I'm from Stockton, California. And uh, and uh, I was in for uh, 26 years altogether. Hmm. So where you at now? What's your goals? Like, um, and then pass it on to, uh, to Don. But um, like, give us a... Tell us what you want the world or, or our audience to know. Like, what do you think? Like, our podcast is designed for when people, for people to leave our podcast, they have these different thoughts. So, like, this is one of the thoughts that they, they need to be thinking about that. When people get out of prison, they got all these parole plans. Like, we do all this work on these parole plans. We get all this stuff together. We contact all these different people. They let us out. And in your situation, they told you, you have to go to L.A. You're not even from L.A. But you have to go. I mean, like, I'm all about changing my zip code. You know, I'm all about doing that because it's a purpose to be successful. 
right? But just being pushed down here to these things, like this stuff kind of messes with me. So I want you to try to talk to the audience about like what it is, how, like, how are you going to, how are you going to succeed, brother? Well, the way I'm going to succeed is, is eat. I'm going to implement those same plans down here. They're, I only have to realize that I have to slow it down and reassess the situation and, and keep it moving. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Uh, that's what I want to hear, man. Um, but it's really about, it's tough, man. It's tough. So thank you. Um, Say so we're gonna come back to you because we got a lot of people. We're gonna come back to you. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before I go to, uh, to the next person? No. Uh, the other obstacle would would have been uh, in that situation being uh, torn from my family. You know, I was prepared to see my family. So I want everybody to hear that's listening. I know we have some questions and stuff that we can talk about. Write that down or hold it because we need to talk about this stuff. But I want to give everybody a chance so that we, we all know who we're talking to, who who we're having this conversation with. Thank you, Tank, for that, bro. All right, my name is Don. Don Watson is my name. Um, see, I came home about 18 years ago now. I'm from Pittsburgh, California, uh, 42 years of age, uh, single parent, single father of two, raised a, a, a girl who's now 22. My son is 16. Um, you know, coming up in a in a home of, with no father, no mother and father, resorted to the streets trying to figure out what it was like to be a man. Grandma couldn't raise a man, so, you know, had to take some some, some bumps, some hits in the road, you know, trying to figure it out. Um, it was released, like I said, about 18 years ago. Decided I need to do some things to make some changes uh, for my life, so I decided to, to, to leave my environment. So I moved to Kansas City, Missouri, which now I'm a... Um, own my own renovation company. I've uh, been owning this company now for about three, four years. Um, nice crew. Just bought, just bought me a home. I'm doing good for myself, but it, it had to take me personally getting out of my environment and do some things uh, a little different than than how I was doing it. You know, um, getting some good people in my life. You know what I'm saying? And um, man, just trying to do things different. That's 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 me. <laughs> so yes uh this brother right here oh my god um man we got stories we have stories we got stories he just told me a story that i did not remember i won't yeah. repeat it <laughs> you have to do that but uh yeah uh he just he give an example of what i say about um like i'm a like i got a plan for like, it's called like to be successful when you get out. The first prerequisite, the first one, changing our zip code. Not because we're scared to go to our hometown, not because we want to get a, don't want to be, you know, not, not for anything negative, but for something positive. He just said that he went to a different area and the man just did this, sore, right? Mm -hmm. And any other standards, like he's successful. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go on to uh, Jackie. I think uh, been having a rocky road for the last five years. I mean, yeah, uh, I was in the car accident last year. So uh, starting to get uh, trying to pick myself back up. Uh, being around a lot of uh, like Malik, people like Malik, you know, to help me uh, to get through my time. Like that. So, 
I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, uh, I got me a job. I'm steady working now. Uh, just for this, keep living life. Just push forward and be positive. Maybe I missed it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear you say. Uh, how long was you in jail, or when did you get out? Uh, yeah, twelve years in, uh, behind bars, and I just been out for releasing for years. So, okay, thank you, brother. Was there anything else you want to add? Uh, that's it. That's it. Well, welcome, brother. Thank you for coming through. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully, like, you know, you hear something here that, you know, to keep you coming, man, because our whole thing is about increasing opportunities for us, you know, system-impacted people. You don't have to be to jail for us to be uh, trying to increase the opportunities for you, but, you know, uh, that's one of the things that is very limited. Like, opportunities for us kind of people is very limited out here, you know? Thank you for having me on this uh, podcast. You uh, your familiar face. I think I was the same playing with you. Let's play basketball and stuff like that. Um, thank you, man. I'll, I'll try to be here next weekend uh, whenever y'all do it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be more uh, prepared. Yeah, but thank you. Bro, you're very welcome, bro. Thank you, brother. Yes, yes, you know, I like to do that little basketball therapy thing, man. No, no, my wife okay. My wife had to leave. She's not feeling well. Oh, my God, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. Let's go to Big Rob. Okay, Big Rob, on you. Hi, how you doing? Big Rob here. Uh, been missing for a couple of weeks, taking care of some church things. Uh, I did a total of 14, uh, 14 years in prison. I didn't learn the first seven, so I had to come back and learn again the next seven. So I did a total of 14 years, and uh, I was released on May 9th of 2019. I have not looked back. You know, uh, God's been good. Been some ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? But I finally, you know, I took my hands while class, I passed that. And uh, tomorrow morning, I start work. So God has been good. So, check. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Turn it down right there. Wait a minute, brother. I'm oh! going to have technical difficulties, but I think I heard some good news, man. Come on now. Come on, Rob. What'd you say? You say something about starting a job, man. That what you said? Talking in tomorrow at 6.30, sir. You know, what? Yes, sir. This is what I'm talking yes, about. Sir. When you first came to this podcast, what was going on with you? Man, I didn't know was on which a way to turn. Yeah, I was on a mission. I, I didn't know which way to turn, but I know giving up wasn't an option. You know what I'm saying? And Man. going back to crime wasn't my dime. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, uh, you know, I I, uh, I applied myself. You know, there there was a um, pass pass class that was given. It was $1,700. But by the grace of God, it was free. You know, it was free. I took it. I passed the test. Uh, I applied myself, you know, and um, grace of God. It's all about the grace of God, man. I, I went and I went to training on Wednesday, which was a paid training. And so, uh, like I said, tomorrow morning, I clock in for Caltrain. You know, God, <laughs> God, can do it. <laughs> Congrats. All right, brother. This is why we do what we do. Right? The energy, I don't know. Right? Hopefully, if any kind of way we can help motivate, you know, get that thing going. But man, look, brother, that's good news, brother. That is great news. I know when this thing started, it was kind of like, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. But God, have God know what He's doing. Exactly. We just got to trust in His in His plan, in exactly. His process. I'm so glad to hear that, Big Rob. Man, God is good. Uh, let me go to somebody who we haven't seen in a while. We've been missing this brother, man. Kurt, man, we've been missing you, cousin. I'm sorry, brother. But man. All right, I'm Kurt. Um, I'm Ricky Cousin. 
me and him grew up together. We're around the same age. I'm a little older. He's my little cousin. So um, we was out doing the same knucklehead stuff. We both ended up in jail. He got a little more time than me. I only did YA time. I did four years in YA. Um, Papa Four, my wife on here, her name is Sheikah. That's her at the bottom right there. I ain't got my camera on because I'm always getting ready. I, I go to, um, I help with um, um, Stefan um, Clark. I know y'all probably heard about him. He lived in um, Sacramento. He got sh he got yeah. killed by the, um, um, so I work with his brother a little bit. I go to his meetings. He have it on, it's called Stefan Sundays. He got a little house out, out here, um, a little building that he calls Stefan's house. And so um, I work with him on Sundays and um, he has an open mic thing on Wednesdays for people that's trying to get their career going. And then on Sundays, he does something that's called Stefan Sundays where um, he just kind of gives like his message and we're trying to get stuff for like police brutality and civil rights and stuff like that. So we do it every Sunday between um, six and eight at this building that he calls Stefan's house. And it's like a memorial for um, for people that's been killed by police brutality and um, just being wrong. So um, he welcome you guys to come anytime. It's always open. And he's um, just trying to establish that. But more about me, um, um, I don't know. I don't even know really what to say. Just love, I'm just supporting my cousin. He um, hit me up and was telling me what he was doing. I like the way he's been moving. And um, definitely, I want to stay positive with them and everything that we do. So, yeah. So that's kind of like my story. I had a question, though, for um, for Brother Tank. When you were, uh, what institution were you in, bro? So Tank is fresh out. So he just learning how this technology thing go. I think we need to give a class, y'all. <laughs> I said, what institution did you do your time in? Oh, oh okay. Uh, so I started out in Tracy. Uh, okay. Mule Creek, Lancaster, Old Folsom, Pleasant Valley. Uh, Soledad, and then uh, Quentin Lance. And the reason I asked, though, I'm just wondering, do they teach you any kind of skills in there to kind of prepare you for the outside? Because that's what oh, I'm, yeah. I'm doing. Uh, I utilized uh, every opportunity at every uh, institution that I went to. I'm, I got certified everywhere I went. Could you give us, uh, like, an example for the people that haven't been in prison to let us know exactly oh. what kind of skills that you kind of learned? You know, was, oh, okay. it, was it college courses? Was it um, leather work? You know, that type of thing. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Okay. So uh, I worked for PIA. I built furniture. Uh, I learned how to top coat, seal, uh, sand, dry forklift, bobcat, uh, got certified in all of them. I ended up in Quentin finishing up with, uh, uh, healthcare, uh, and, uh, Lancaster. I did computers. Uh, and janitorial. Okay, that's tight, bro. And then, where are you at? Uh, yeah, Ramon Day here. Uh, it's my second week with uh, Brother Ray. Um, I've been out over a little over uh, 10 years, a couple months. Um, just always trying to lend a hand, um, and uh, just participate and keep it going. Um, this 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 episode is on relationships. Um, is we can go to that right now or no? Yeah, Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I might not be the best person to say that, but I mean, to have an example of that. But I just believe in relationships. You got to be fair, and you can't be fair when you're having a relationship in prison because you're selfish. <laughs> I just we're talking to y'all. Because you know you 
you're kind of selfish. You want things a certain way. And you don't realize that the other person is going to time with you. Is uh, giving you the best that they got for the situation you're in. Because it's the bad decision that you made wasn't exactly their fault. Because again, you were selfish. So, so you know, um, with with a prison relationship, you have to be real flexible, um, very understanding, and be able to take in a lot. There's going to be a lot of disappointments, and it ain't just a relationship that you have with your significant other either. You're going to be disappointing a lot of people too. They made a lot of promises that they couldn't keep. Um, trying to raise a kid from in prison is, is very unhealthy. Unless you got a good significant other who takes care of her business because you need that in order for the kids to still have a fear of God and you when you do arrive and, you know, has a lot to do with how they're going to treat you, how they're going to, you know, respect you and stuff like that. Um, yeah, um, I just feel like you gotta you you gotta be a very very strong individual to have a relationship like that. And again, you gotta be flexible. And I'm gonna give it to somebody else at this point. I don't want to say too much. I'm Denise Coleman. I'm living in Solano County, uh, Fairfield, I'm from San Francisco, Richmond, actually Stockton, you know, Bay Area, um, South Side of Stockton. So. Um, just a lot. My father was a pimp in the Richmond district. So I grew up in that lifestyle. Um, and I spent a lot of years in Soledad. Like I grew up in Soledad every weekend. My mother was faithfully every Saturday. We were, you know, on the road to Soledad every Saturday. Cause you know, Sunday was for his other girlfriend. Um, are they vice versa? That's just the way life was for us. So, um, I work in mental health. Um, you know, I fought a case for a long time, probably from 1999. And I finally took the deal in 2006. That's how I ended up back out here in Fairfield. And like you said, moving um, helped me keep my life together. So I didn't violate because they were trying to, you know, they gave me two strikes. So, you know, I'm on my last strike. Actually, I need to get it expunged. Um, I need to start working on that again. So, um, you know, so I've been, I had to change my life. I had to change who I deal with and how I deal with people. Um, I don't deal with everybody. Like, um, if I even see something not right, cause I do a lot of video work, a lot of rap stuff, you know, being in the clubs or with my friends and I move different. And if I see you moving like real nasty, I, I gotta go. Uh, I don't bring everybody in my house. You know, I just change up the whole way I move. People think I'm funny style. No, nigga, I'm trying to stay out of jail. <laughs> you know, um, it's that part. And if you can't respect that, you, you can't respect that. And what my crime was, I'm a paper pusher. So, you know, I got a white, uh, white collar crime. Um, but I was working for the county. It was a misuse of funds. So for me to have a job again today with the county in Solano County is big for me, even though they know my past because they're finally starting to hire people who have lived experience. This is something that this county didn't did, do before. I'm not from this county. So, you know, like me pushing myself on them. I didn't just push myself on them. I'm on the drug board and the mental health board because how are you making decisions about us, but don't represent us? You know, nothing. Uh, we say something in mental health. We say something like nothing about us without us. 
So you can't make decisions for people without them being on the board. So I'm a strong believer in that. And, uh, you know, Malik, he's always been like straight up. And so I just always just love to support him. And he introduced me to this group. And I'm just like fired to hear everybody with their stories because I live that same story. I work with people that get out of the jail and I have to see the system tear them back up. Um, I have to see these workers who get to go home to a nice warm house, put people who are struggling with drugs in a nasty situation. So I have to check my mental health like every day. So I don't snap on these people because the people that work in the system are crazy, you know? And that's what I had to like realize, like, the person that's probably helping you across the table is just as crazy as you. Um, so that's what I'm learning. I'm learning how to check myself so I don't snap so I can keep living a better life for myself. It's not even a better life. I'm still struggling, but I'm trying to make it out of what, what I'm doing and trying to keep my ass out of jail. So I'm glad you got this platform. Denise, just let me say real quick. Uh, the cast building on 6th Street, the probation department in San Francisco, they give expunge clinics like every other month. Okay. okay. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, but I had got my record expunged a while back and I'm, I'm loving it. I need to do that because yeah. it, it, first I used to use it as an excuse saying it keeps me straight. I won't, you know, I, I might punch somebody. I need to, like, I've been feeling some kind of way lately since COVID. Yeah, I, <laughs> that expunge clinic. Uh, I really do. Yeah, because um, I'm getting to the time that I need that off my back. Because mm -hmm. walking in fear no more, and that's yeah. stop walking in fear. You come face to face with some negativity, and I'm not just gonna back down from no petty stuff no more. Um, so for me to walk all the way not in fear, I have to like because I'm not gonna be that person going to jail. I'm about to take every, you know, like I'm not. I don't want to talk that stuff. In, in in existence, but I know where I'm gonna go, and I'm right. fleeing because I keep my passport ready. Let <laughs> me stop, with, you know. Um, so I, I'm trying to change that. Uh, trying to, but so, yeah, I need to get that information though too. Thank you, Denise. We love you, Denise. I swear on everything. We love you. We just heard you say some things that's so funny. But uh, Nina, resource alert, resource alert, Turning Citizen Association, resource alert. You heard her. You heard her. That's not, that's our community liaison. I'm telling y'all going to hear that throughout the conversation. And you got to be <laughs> like, you got to pick up on it because we do this thing organically. Like we're not coming out here trying to tell people what to do. That's not how we live. Uh, we say, look, this works for us. It might be, it might work for you. Give it a shot. So same thing with this healthy relationship, but uh, let's go to my, my cousin says his wife is here. Come on now. Come on, ma'am. We want to hear from you, ma'am. Where are you? What's up, everybody? Uh, no, I'm just on here listening to you guys. I don't, you know, just on here just getting information. But no, welcome, I'm Kurt's um, I'm Kurt's wife. I'm a preschool teacher. Pretty much it. Same old stuff. Well, welcome well, and thank welcome. you for coming. We glad you here. We glad you here. All right. Warm welcome to Sika and thank you for coming. All right. Now, let's see if we can get into our topic. Uh, Dre or Nana, you guys... Do you, Ricky, do you have story? three guests or you only have two guests? I got two guests. Um, okay. My third guest is, is my bodyguard. Oh. He's an armed security. You know, we returning citizens going to protect you, y'all. We, we hire security for sure. <laughs> the world is crazy and we can't carry guns no more. 
Okay, so um, <laughs> what are we doing here? We're talking about healthy relationships. Now, let me try to say this. Like, this is what we're talking about healthy relationships. It's, I don't know. Um, I think the brother said something about like a prison relationship. And I'm not specific about, this is only part one. In part one, we're not going to go, no clinical stuff. Like, I didn't bring no notes. This is strictly from what are us. So part two, we're going to have a little bit of more. And then part three, we're going to try to tie it up. And the idea about this healthy relationship thing is, so for myself, I always got this thing about trying to be better, trying to be better, do good, do better than I did before. So in like in relationships, y'all know, like, well, I don't know if you know, for me as a businessman, I feel like that my home life needs to be conducive to my success. You know, I don't need to be at home going nuts, especially when I go out, have to go out to the world and I got to go nuts in the world, right? The world is nuts. So when I come home, that's where my peace should be, right? At least that's the kind of thinking that I have. So that's my goal. I ain't saying that that's what it is, though, you know? And it's not, you know, right or wrong. All I'm saying is, like, my family, you know, the people that I'm connected to, the relationships. So it's not, this don't have to be about romantic relationships as well, y'all. This could be about the people that's in the room with me or the people that's in the room with you or the people that's on this call. Mm -hmm. our, our goal is to have healthy relationships, y'all. Because it's so necessary. Like, like that's the whole purpose that we started this group for, like, support. Like, my secret reason was to have, like, a support group so we can have these conversations. And it, it's not based on my street life, not based on how much money I got, not based on what I'm going to get from somebody else. You know, this is about, like, I just say healthy relationship. Y'all may have other words and other definitions for it, but for me, it's just, like, about Healthy relationships, because I've been in, involved in so many unhealthy relationships, so many dysfunctional relationships. Um, I'm trying to get information to myself and to others about our options to have these healthy relationships. And not to say that our relationship is horrible if it don't have this, this, and this. That's not what we're saying. Mm -hmm. We're just going to have this conversation. We want to try to try to talk about this stuff. And uh, we have a lot of lived experiences here. Um, I know my wife is here on the on the phone, so she might have some tips about it. Um, I have some tips about it. So I thought my first thing about healthy relationship. Healthy, I feel like I have grandchildren. My children are adults right now, but I have grandchildren that's not adults. And I feel like this information that we're sharing about healthy relationships, at some point or somewhere, they can possibly get their hands on it. And everything that they've been hearing about stuff, could kind of be balanced, you know, because I think that we hear, the, like, I know when I was young, I didn't hear this balanced information, y'all. I didn't hear, like, it's okay to have one girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's okay to, you know, come on, man, y'all know, right? It was, it was, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. Y'all heard my, my homeboy tell y'all about that stuff. <laughs> so I want to share good stuff with good people and know that it's good people or quote unquote cool people do it. All right. Um, and let's don't forget about the tank situation, y'all. I want to definitely go back to there. I would say to tank, like, you know, just focus on what's good. Like you're out and just inhale that freedom. You know what I mean? Like whatever that looks like for you. And it definitely helps to get out of your environment. I know even for me, I didn't go to prison, but I, I deuced out on California and I reinvented myself. I became whoever I wanted to be. And it wasn't about my past, but my past was ugly. You know, so it's so helpful to get it's something about reinventing yourself. I think it's a healthy step for people if you can. I mean, you, some everybody can't always just go somewhere. 
But I mean, I would look at it as total opportunity to give yourself that time for you and in yourself. It just gives you that space. Because when you go to your family anyways, really close like that, you know, we have expectations and all this different stuff. And that can be pressure on you. You know, family relationships, they tug on you to do things. But that's all I wanted to tell you on that. Um, okay, I'll start off with healthy relationships. I think that you have to, like, get to that point because... As for me, like personally for me, I didn't meet my father till I was 18. So I was always out there looking for love. You know what I'm saying? In all the wrong places, you know. So those were unhealthy relationships. And then also you have to get right yourself because, you know, I got involved with drugs and everything. So that's always going to be an unhealthy relationship until you get right then you start having healthy relationships. I didn't really know what a healthy relationship was because like I'm I'm a victim of domestic violence, you know, and so when I got in a healthy relationship, I I was I didn't believe it. Like I was already I had my shoes on, my coat on. I couldn't relax because I'm thinking is you know, is he going to hit me or what's going to happen? So I'm I was always ready to go. But that was a healthy relationship for me. It's one of the best relationships I ever had. And um, actually, I haven't had one since then. That was like in 98. I haven't had a healthy relationship like that since then. You know, of course, I know the red flags and all that now. But as far as a healthy relationship, you know, now that you got yourself together, you got to kind of be kind of skeptical or, you know leery about getting into relationships now because it's all kind of stuff going on you know I'm in a relationship now he's locked up but I think that that was a mistake because we were friends and we should have remained at friends we had a great great friendship then when we got in a relationship it just went it just went hot haywire so you know I'm in that situation now I always hear, um, about, I always hear about that you, you, you said a lot and because I got kids, I, like it definitely hit me and I got girls, right? So you said you didn't meet your father until you was 18. So you was looking for, I, like, like girls seem to be looking for a dad, like in relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear about that. Maybe you can talk about that. But one thing I want you to talk about is you said and we shouldn't have a relationship until you get yourself right or something like that. What do you yeah. mean by that? I mean, because if you're not right, the relationship is not going to be right, period, point blank. If you out there fucking up, excuse my French, but if you out there fucking up or getting high, nothing ain't going to be right until you get your own self right. So you can't judge that man and you can't judge him or try to make him right until you get your own self right. You know what I'm saying? As far as, yeah, I didn't meet my father till I was 18. And that is such a, that is such an impact that has such an impact on women, young girls. You know, if you're not involved with your dad, I heard the one brother say he is single father he raised his daughter. I, I applaud him because it's hard. You you got to have a father in your life. You got to be there for your daughter. You know, <clears throat> I don't know what happened. It's not like my dad was a deadbeat because when, when I did meet him, we spent like 12 years together. Then he passed away of prostate cancer, but he was, he was good. He was good. And, and I'm just like him. And I didn't even grow up with him. Look like him, just like him. 
But um, yeah, that's hard though on women if not growing up with your dad. So that's that's what I want to say right there. As far as you know, like I said, I wouldn't advise nobody to get in a relationship with their friend because it's not gonna. If you got a good friendship with a guy, leave it at that because it's not gonna it's not gonna turn out good when you you know in most cases when you when you you know get into a relationship. Yeah, because maybe people that's friends probably like, man, you finna mess up my action. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> it's no, go ahead. What you have to say, bro? Just me personally. This is me personally. I, I'm not trying to give advice. This is how I feel personally about bro, the situation. Now, if you friends, stay friends with that person. It's, it, it was a great relationship. Wonderful, wonderful relationship. So that's what I want to say about healthy relationships. So I'm just kind of cautious now about, you know, getting into a relationship right now. Can I ask you a question? Was it because he went to jail or because he's in jail that's making it rougher for the relationship? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that too. You know, that was that that was his M.O., you know. But no, like I said, it's just like we had a we had a great friendship. And then when we got involved, it was just different. It was just different, you know. And and I'm not and I'm not even a jealous person, not at all. You know, do what you do because I know guys have uh, women friends. You know, they have women friends, but it was just you know, it's like I was taking on too much about his baby mothers. You know, when they involved, you know, this is a whole different situation. So I just gotta throw this out there because this is just me, not mm -hmm. not a. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I used to keep a guy in jail because I had a hard time dealing with relationships on the street and I knew where he was at and I knew I didn't have to deal with him. When he got out of jail, I didn't want to be with him. And I said, Ooh, something wrong with me. Something really wrong with me because <laughs> I was just fine with his ass locked up. Nigga, I know where you at. I know what you're doing. But that nigga came home and wanted to be with me and I didn't want to be with him. And I was like, Whoa, that's, that's some messed up thinking, you know? Um, so I just want because sometimes we like that safety and that that security, but then um, when we ain't dealt like you said, we ain't dealt with ourselves and how to like really have a real relationship. That I don't know how to deal with a relationship face to face, one on one. I don't know how to talk yeah. to a man. It's a lot of patience, well, a lot of patience, a lot of patience you got to have because you know, like I said, I'm not a jealous person, but dealing with his baby mothers, oh my god, that's the whole. Different, whole different story. Like he wanted me to hang out with him. I'm like, I'm cool with them. I know you got to deal with your baby mothers, but I'm not gonna be hanging out with them. I'm not. I'm not doing it. We're gonna all he, hang together. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just not me. I mean, you cool? I know I got baby mothers. Me personally, I think like uh, a healthy relationship. It comes like like what Nina was saying, knowing yourself, it just comes with a lot of growth. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta be able to it comes with growth. Once you kind of mature, you realize that, you know, everybody they is their own individual. And when you uh you know accept that everybody is wired different, you know, God wired everybody uh differently, you know, and, and when you can accept that, you know, I'm not expecting for this other significant other or this other person because relationships it's all type of relationships when you're dealing with people that uh you know that's just the way that this person is this is the way that this person think and when you when you able to accept that then you know you you, you have a, a better understanding 
of um you know a healthy relationship you without you trying to change somebody or you expecting somebody to think like you or you have um you know obligations you, you know you, you you make people feel like they're obligated you know what i'm saying but when you have an understanding of, of, um, of people being thyself you know what i'm saying and, and you allow them to be they self you to me i think you it's a it's a growth thing you know what i'm saying when, when you when you grow um your relationships with other people and other things man become become a, a lot more easy yeah, and that's what that's with anything and everything. You know, I, I run a business, like I said. So with me running a running a business, relationships, relationships. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know how to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Allow people they sell. You know what I'm saying, but I had to mature myself. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and sit back and realize that I can't beg for people to think like me because they ain't me. You know what I'm saying? And that it builds a healthy relationship because I understand are you you wired the way that you wired, wired the way that I'm wired. So if we all wired differently, that was supposed to make the world a better place. We all think different. But if we bring your thoughts and my thoughts together and we come up with this thought or whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? It it, it makes it a, a a bigger whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I just think that it comes with uh you know growth. Um, I'm just saying it also a healthy relationship is is, is honesty, you know, and honesty is uh there, there's this uh, um exercise um there's an exercise where you stand in front of each other, you know, you stand face to face in front of each other, and each one of you honestly admit what your fear is and take a step back, and then when you're done confessing what your fears is about being in a relationship. See how far apart you are already. See how far apart you are already, and then try and work your way back to each other. And what's what's scaring you? Like for some women, it might be: Is he going to cheat on me? Am I good enough? And, you know, take those, take a step back for every one of your fears, and the man do the same thing, and see how far you you are apart from each other. From just from just from just that exercise, and then the things that you are fearful of, both of you, try and work. Work on that, and 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 each each fear should bring you closer and closer. And it's not just like men and women too, because um, I had a relationship in church. You know what I'm saying? When I was in prison, you know what I'm saying? I had a relationship with the guard and chapel. You know what I'm saying? And in that relationship, I was there, you know, for every service and all that. But now that I'm out, I have to realize that that was a season in my life. You know what I'm saying? That was for a season in my life. It's not my life. You you understand what I'm saying? That that represented that represented bondage. You know what I'm saying? That represented that represented Egypt for me. You know what I'm saying? Now I am free. God has set me free. I'm no longer in Egypt, so I'm not trying to relive something that I've all that that was just seasonal, and and that was just for me personally. You know what I'm saying? It's it was seasonal for me. It's not for me to be committed. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm out. I have a I have a church home. I have a pastor. So, you know, those things that were seen, we have to learn what's seasonal in your life and what's permanent in your life. Uh, so thank you, brother. Let's, let's, be, let's try to make it simple and say, like, what are some of the ingredients for a healthy relationship? Because, like he just said, honesty, that's one. Um, how I like Definitely it, honesty. Like, so how I did it is, or like how I try to change myself is, when I was in prison, I wanted a good relationship, man. I like, like, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like, just speaking to some of the fellas out there, like, 
I was moving, I was moving and stuff in in, in, in a joint, and I needed to have people from the outside. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't stuck with, I wasn't okay with just being alone. So, um, like it took me a while to get a, a good, healthy relationship. I thought, right? Because, like Nina said, uh, or like Denise, somebody just said, well, relationship could be one way outside, but once the person goes to jail, all the dynamics change, and it's you know who's gonna stick around. So. Long story short, I started saying to myself, um, based on the Mahatik, Mahatik, Mahami Gandhi quote, "Be the change you be this peace, be the change you want to see in the world." Right. So I looked at that like I want to be a relationship. I need to be a good relationship person. You know, I need to get these ingredients. I need to be this. I want to be a friend. I need to be a friend. I want to be love. I need to be love. I want to be trustworthy. I need to, or I want trustworthy or loyalty. I need to be loyal, you know? So I started doing that to myself and like how God works though, right? He put the pieces together, right? And I don't mean I don't make mistakes. I didn't make mistakes in relationship. We always going to make mistakes. That's the purpose of, that's why we still talking about healthy relationships. I'm 46 years old and I don't have a perfect uh, uh, definition of it, you know, or I don't have a, a blueprint. I feel like this is the this is how we get a blueprint. We have a conversation, so that's why I'm saying like let's think about what ingredients are, what ingredients will will should be included in a healthy relationship. The word balance came up earlier, and I think balance is is the key to any relationship. You gotta have balance because we don't really men don't really have no balance. If we're gonna be honest, guys, it's our way. You know what I'm saying. And what I can tell you about prison is prison gave me the balance to be fair about, you know, the 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 emotional side, the hanging outside. Like, yeah, I just I just want I'm gonna, like I said, I want to piggyback on balance. I think balance is the key to a relationship. Period. It's because it's like this too, you know. It's 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 a whole bunch of different sayings, you know. Um, if if you don't grow together, then you're gonna grow apart. You understand? Um, growing together could be y'all sitting down reading the same book together because the reason that just reading the same book is healthy because both of y'all got two different views. Just like Tello was just saying that uh, he got to see things through a different lens now. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the same thing. Like you might see, she gonna always see the emotional side of the book where you gonna see the brunt side of the book, you know, because that's that's what we are like. You know, and, and like I say, balance from, like, with myself, I'm always just, I'm king of making sure we got shelter. Like, that's my job. That's what I'm supposed to do. But to make it balanced, I got to get some emotional side to as well as just laying the bricks of the house. And I always feel short for that because, like, she knowing she'll tell you right now today, look, I'm concerned about making sure the light's on. I'm making sure that every time you get ready to turn that key, it works, you know, and and you will like you'll get so engulfed in that, then you'll forget that, you know, you need to fill up on that little thing a little bit every now and then. You need to bring some flowers home, you know, you got to you got to put your little sexy voice on and you got to get that dinner that she don't even know about and take it to that concert because you always just concentrating on one thing. So again, balance, balance, and it go both ways. You got to balance, not just being the the, the breadwinner and, and and the provider and all that, but you got to give an emotional commitment 
to a relationship. And I always was short on that. Not that I didn't know how, but I'm just concentrating on one thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, from that, I could definitely say that's something that prison taught me because I wasn't available for that before then. What did prison taught you? To get that, that balance, that emotional commitment, gotcha. you know, and, and knowing that it worked both ways because I, I I didn't give it two thoughts before the end, you know. So, y'all, so look, y'all, the man just gave us something uncut and raw. Now, now we're going to go, we're going to decipher that and we can put it in our own words, but I really love it. And I can't paraphrase what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> but I really feel it in my soul because he said, uh, think about balance. And my wife wants to jump in. Let her jump in because she has something to say. I guarantee she's going to be killing me about the emotions part because when he, oh yeah, when he say, he say, we can look at two different, two of the same things and we're going to see, like he said, brunt, but I'm saying we're going to see the objective or, or men like me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very intellectual. I don't know how this happened. Right. But I, 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 um, I'm like analytical. I, like I analyze everything. Come on, man. You come and make some bullshit. Man, that shit's going fast. I got that fast. Right. But, <laughs> but the other part is the emotion. And that's what I've been talking about for weeks now, y'all. Um, the emotion, man. Because right. I don't get all emotional about stuff. Not No, because I like I feel like it's dangerous. Why? Because uh -huh. I've been pushed to the limit. You know, to the limit of... Like a threat. Uh, if I cry uh, about something like you in a TV show, it's like it's like threatening almost, maybe. I think that's trauma. Right here, y'all. Right, right here. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all just see this? No emotions. So, so, hold on, bro. You got to say that. Say that. Come on, y'all. I, I ain't going to talk too much. Let him talk. I just want to say, um, just off what he's saying as far as like being, men are non-emotional creatures by nature. Um, it got a lot to do with the way you raise. Um, it got a lot to do with, with the baggage that we bring in. But then not only that, you know, like like for me, my past, my past occupation, there was no emotions, emotions to be allowed. Like because emotions are a sign of weakness and it don't even got nothing to do with your man. It got a lot to do with the people around you. So you got to do a lot of pretending like you don't care about shit, even though you do. So that makes you emotionally not available. I just wanted to share that. And I hate that about men. I hate that about men. <laughs> I know, Nyla. And we read a book look, together. Look. We read a book together in yeah. prison. Uh, women are from Mars. Men are from Venus. You know, he's uh, left brain. I'm right brain. You know, he's a he is a thinker, and I'm a filler. You know, so it's definitely true. I think in healthy relationships, I think that you know you need to identify red flags you know what i mean identify if it's toxic or if it's getting into a toxic because i come mm -hmm. with my own stuff you know what i'm saying so you know just recognizing red flags recognizing it's toxic because no matter even no matter how much work i've done the work right but then all mm -hmm. of a sudden i need a daddy where's my daddy you know i didn't have a daddy you know what i mean you're supposed to be my daddy you know so i then i'm not a little girl you know but then i'm not you know because i've done the work and i'm intelligent and I know better. So, it, you know, it, it's, I think just recognizing those when you're, when it's starting to get funky or maybe toxic, you know, just recognizing that being conscious and recognizing that those red flags, even in other relationships, not necessarily your personal, like, so I have a, um, 
trauma with my mom, you know, and that's hard because it was always toxic when I was little and it's toxic today is abusive. And so, you know, recognizing those red flags and just trying to um, maybe talk, talk it out or not just hold it in. But I think those are things that are helpful. Especially talking to your spouse, Ricky's been there for me. Right. right, and I think um, I think you just hit you just hit on something. Uh, Nina, let's let's go. With what she say in the chat? Like I asked the question, what are the key ingredients for a healthy relationship? And Nina put loyalty, communication, and honesty. Uh, 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 Ramon said balance or or emotional commitment. Um, I think Big Rob said uh, honesty. Uh, what Dre said was about like I feel like this this is kind of like a prerequisite too because I know that. We do this work on the inside. Like Mo just said, I understood that. Prison helped me understand that. See, sometimes, y'all, this, this hardship, like, like God, or, or I'll say sometimes like diamonds. Diamonds is produced by pressure. That's why I got this analogy. I was like, oh, shit, I better do something. I'm, I'm like a diamond. So I got all this pressure, all this stuff on you, heat, pressure, and that's how life do you work, especially prison. Oh, my God, I feel like a ton of bricks is on your neck. Especially yes, if you sir. have a family, you're responsible for your family, like he just said. All stuff going on. So what happens is um, this pressure, it forges diamonds, one of the most precious stones on the earth. And when we use that analogy, aren't we more precious than diamonds? Right? Mm -hmm. So when we go through this stuff, and, and uh, um, one of the other brothers came here and said, uh, he said, I love what he said. He's going to come back. So he said, uh, this is what it looks like going through the fire, being purified, and coming out. On the other side, Ooh, that brother said that, but it was like you can feel the fire when he's in it because he he been through it. So yeah. this is what I'm saying with us: like we went through stuff, and we and those of us who come out on the other side in the best possible way, we learn all this stuff, and we start to understand. We started connected to, like he said, emotional commitment, the balance. So that's why I want us to try to pull out. Um, but Dre just said something about. I think this is really key, and this is I'm gonna shut up after this one. I think that. Our mates, I think that we need to do the work, if not together, individually. Because a lot of times what happens is we come into these relationships and we come in with our past relationship stuff. Like like all the things that happened in the last relationship, right? Or the thing that happened in the relationship before that. Because sometimes what we do, we go through relationship after relationship, the same. I'm speaking to me. The same, doing the same thing, thinking you're going to get a different result. Right. So, so that definitely makes sense. I think there's um I think there's more than different one type of relationship. You got the family relationship, you got the business relationship, and you got like a romantic relationship. With the romantic relationship, I think women go into it with a different look than men. I say men, we go into it. You 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 have to want to be in that relationship. So I think women should actually want to know if that if that if it's that man's time if he wants to be in that relationship. So that's that's a question that women should say. Do you really want to be in this shit? I was looking at uh, at, Naya, at Naya's thing where she was talking about, oh boy, wanted her to get along with the baby mamas. Then they should have came up with an agreement with that. Well, before that's what I would say. She should have worked that with him before. Like, should should you want me to handle this business with with old boy or I mean with old girl or how should that work? But far as a guy, a guy, a guy has to be in that time that he wants to be in a relationship. All right, it ain't gonna work. It's gonna be like you saying he's gonna keep doing the same thing with female after female. If he loves that female, he's gonna change for her. And he it's it gotta be the time of his life that he wants to do that. If he ain't ready, he ain't ready. 
And so that's what women needs to find out. That's what's making these good women get hurt because the guy ain't ready to settle down and do what he got to do. And that's why he's cheating and doing other shit. So when a guy's ready, a guy knows he's ready if he's tired of all the bullshit. And that's what women need to find out. So that's going that's what's going to make it healthy. You know, that's what that's what like anything like it got family members like it got family members in far as healthy relationships with family. It's family members I don't want to fuck with. But then it's family members I love to death like you, you know, so it can go with family members. It can go with anybody. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends when a guy is ready. And then with the women, I think I'm I'm speaking for women, but I'm not a woman. But I think women always come into a relationship. There's some women that jump off. They don't care because they've been hurt enough where they like, I don't care either. So they think like a dude. But I think most men. If he's not ready, he's gonna do what he's gonna do anyway. And you ain't gonna be able to stop it. Oh shit, ladies, ladies, look. Don't get him, don't get him yet. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Kurt. You know sometimes. Hey, I, I wanna get, get in this one real quick. You definitely get in, but let me just say the last thing. Let me just clean up what I said. So what I said is because I'm not just talking about for us messing up, us us old people that's already set in our ways. Again, like I'm trying to get the information for some of the young people who maybe don't know yet, who maybe don't um, or not into this player stuff, or not into this game. So, so when I think of, like, what's the ingredients? Let's give them some ingredients that, that they can utilize. Like you say, honesty. But go ahead. Uh, who was that one to talk? I was saying something about when he said business, because see, the problem I have with men, they mess it up with us when we have business with other men, and so that's where I've had to have the draw of of relationship. Um, because sometimes, like we said before. When you're in a business relationship, you are in a relationship with that person. You guys have to move well together, regardless of your relationship with your husband. It's like a whole different type of vibe and some men can't handle it. So I found that, dang, I can't even tell you about my business moves because you're going to get in your feelings. Um, and and uh, men are very more emotional than women. Or That's, I should true. Say. That's true. The way I was raised, I was raised by my daddy. So, um, especially men that smoke weed, I'm sorry to say that. They they have a little bit more hormonal thing going on. Uh, I'm just kidding. Hey, I beg to differ. I beg to differ on that. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I know. Women are more emotional than men are. I know. Especially, especially when a man is trying to take care of business. Every yeah. woman that talks to you, if you're a businessman like me and my wife, I mean, she's settled down somewhat, but the point is yeah. that every woman I talk to in business, what's going on? Why, why she, you know, and I'd be like, why are you don't do that? That's very, that's not good. You have to keep a business mind. You have to remember, yeah. I'm taking care of business. That's Opening and closing sales. You know what I mean? Yeah, Opening we can closing sales. So it, it happens with some men that are somewhat weak and not the leaders in the family. So I understand that. That's why they cut, have that like more feminine than they do masculine. But um, the thing is, is that I find it, but I, I work with my wife and I just let her know, hey, look, if I, I'm doing business. I do business with women all the time. I prefer to do business with women more than I do men because men deal with a lot of envy and jealousy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I kind of keep my circle very so smart. What's so going good. on, brother? So you and Denise, I want you and Denise to go back and forth because she has some things that you have some things. <laughs> Y'all like family, so this is great. I was but what you just said, though, what you just said, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about it. Like, this is a whole other dynamic in relationships, mm. right? Mm. What happens is, like you said, if the man has the business and the wife mm -hmm. don't, and, and like the man start messing with uh, 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 women customers, it could be a friction going on, right? And then well, that's what where the trust comes said, in. Like, like mm -hmm. this is real. This is real life. It's not like everybody, mm -hmm. yeah. everybody okay. Like, 
Like I remember <laughs> I was coming to the building, people gonna let me in the building. My wife said, Who is that? Who are you talking to like that? <laughs> you flirted with nice. her. Right. You know, I'm flirting <laughs> with her, right? I'm she knows what she got. She knows what she has. She knows yeah. what she has. So, it was, you know, this is why we said to her, I was on the line. I think you forgot I was there. Oh. <laughs> I said, the whole point is for us to start this conversation about healthy relationships. That way we can have mm -hmm. a clear, like, like, you know when our grandmama stuff, we just make gumbo. Once they got all the ingredients, man, they was cool. They knew that they had what they need to make this thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want us to try to do. Try to get these ingredients so that we can, because I feel like, like, if we're in a relationship and we got the ingredients, now it's just about putting the pieces together, though, right? Because sometimes, wait, Denise, I want to hear from you. What you're saying about this business relationship about men being more emotional? <laughs> when I've worked on different film things or projects or somebody's film set, I've had to be a, in a relationship with that person because now I'm at their house or we're spending a lot of time breaking down the script or whatever we're doing. Now I got this woman over here growling at me because she's thinking I'm one or man. Or I got my man paging me and calling me on the phone back to back because he's like, well, how long are you going to be with him? You know, and um, it can be very disturbing because those are red flags in some places because, you know, we, we do learn. Now I know red, red flags, but those, you know, the, when they start messing with your money is when you want to get rid of them. Like, you're just messing up my money. I, I, exactly. You got, but then so maybe, you maybe you never exactly. get rid of exactly. your money. I'm like, I got a child. I didn't left a child with them. <laughs> you know, so now questions because I didn't left the baby with him. And see, what it is is that in relationships, you have to remember relationships are vulnerable. You have to put yourself in a vulnerable position to have a relationship. And some people will say, hey, I'm not going to never mess around anymore because that man or that woman hurt me. You see what I'm saying? So I'm saying that I keep giving, I, me myself, I'm not giving up on love, okay? Because I know that if I keep myself together and I keep the Lord as my foundation, See, that's the whole thing. We keep on thinking that you can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? He says, lean not on your own understanding. So if I want to check my wife, my wife is a very religious person, an evangelist, matter of fact, okay? She knows the book back and forth. But the point that I do, I go find scripture and I give it to us. Hey, it says this right here. It says this right here. And I understand it says that I'm supposed to lead. But if I'm leading with God's word, see, I can't lead with my own word. Because, like I said, God is only the only thing that the only spirit that we know that is faithful, that is he doesn't make mistakes, but we do. So we have to lean on God's word first and foremost. And if you're not vulnerable in your relationship, you don't think that that person you're not a very good judge of character, then you may need to stay single. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're halfway judge of character, you know, like you said, then he said red flags come up. I mean, every relationship, women and men do the same thing. Sometimes you say, well, what was you taking all that time out there? But then you got to check yourself. Mm -hmm. See, when I do that, then I got to say, wow, what kind of insecure person am I? You know, and I start, I do that and I've been doing that all my life, basically. You know, so like I said, my me and my wife's relationship is not the most perfect relationship, but we have a relationship that says that, babe, if we're out here in this store, we keep it busy. Okay. Now, if I'm out there and we're at a club or we're out somewhere and uh, I seem like I might be flirting, she flirting, I mean, we'll wait and call each other to the side. We don't do it in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? And they say, oh, wow, that's the power couple. That's the perfect couple. No, we're not the perfect couple. But we are, uh, we do have enough respect to call each other behind the scenes 
and say, I didn't like this. I didn't feel comfortable. But you got to remember, I'm a businessman and I'm going to talk to men, women and all day long. Don't the women just want to be to let it be known that they're recognized? I, that's why I agree with Denise saying that guys are more emotional because I think no. women, if they can, yeah, if they can check another true. woman and just let, let, let it be known that she can be recognized. That's why I think that guys are more emotional because a woman can even accept the guy back more for cheating on him than a guy can accept the woman back for cheating on him. A guy that really don't want no woman. Well, women, they deal with guys cheating all the time, all, all day, and they'll take the guy back. Guys are more emotional. He's done with her if he find out like a girl cheated or something. He's like, I'm done. But I think women, part the cheating part, as long as a, a guy put his, his girl first and let other women know, this is my woman, ain't nothing going to be going on, I think that she'll feel more comfortable with that. I think by her by her thinking that you're doing side business in the back like that and she's not being recognized, I think that's when she gets jealous. Like, why are you trying to hide this female? Especially if the female's cute, she's going to be like, why are you trying to hide this bitch? No, that, yeah. That's how she's going to be looking. But if he's not yeah. trying to hide her, it's known that she that And then he's, he's portraying or he's putting out there um, that I love her and ain't nothing else going to be going on, I think that she would feel more comfortable and it wouldn't be the job. You know? You know to be honest. Right. You know, right. Power, power attracts. Power attracts men or women. A person yeah. in oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. yeah, that's true. That's true. A person in a powerful position, and we know as men, you know, what I'm saying we know when when that when that female come in, we doing business, whatever. We know when there's some flirtation going on, and when we and we know when we being when we are flirting. Yeah, you know, exactly. so, so at the same time, you know, there there are some insecurities, right? But some of them be valid. Now, I don't say all of them be valid, but some of them be valid because you got to realize this. If you're doing something, if you're doing something positive and, and you're showing a power position, and that is, that's attracting people. You know what I'm saying? And unless unless your foundation is solid, you know what I'm saying? We can say, oh, I'm just, I'm just talking to you but you know, I, I think I position myself where I say that, but really I was flirting because she was kind of cute. You, you you know, and and, and so uh, we have to. That's it goes back to honesty. You know, what I'm saying, listen, if, exactly. if I'm if I'm doing business with a female, then and, and, and my wife has a problem or my significant other problem, then let's sit in here. You come be with me. I'm I'm not gonna go nowhere. I'm not gonna go nowhere that where makes a female, sense. That makes sense. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's right, bro. Yeah. That takes away all accusations. Oh, no, I can hear you. you can hear me. Everything, you know what I'm saying? So for, 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 my, for my lady to feel secure, then you come with me. You come that's with right, me. That's right, Rob. I agree with that. That's it. Let her be noticed. Yeah, this this my girl. That's it. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what I was talking about right there. That's the best way to say it. So this is about healthy relationships. For, uh, this ain't about one against other, though, y'all. This is about us making it like getting better, though. We all pitching and trying to be better, like not because yeah, we know we flaw. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be the first one to say we flaw, but we trying to get further. So y'all help us get further. Go ahead. Should I? So for a woman, would it be more comfortable to bring a man with us instead of like leaving all the time? Uh, yeah, I think guys trust women more than um than, than women trust guys. I think I beg the differ on that. I, I know mean, I do. I, I I trust my woman more than she trusts me. Yeah, I, 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 I believe that. that. But, I, but I believe the women just want to be recognized. I think that's what the problem is right there. 
Guys, it's not like that because I, I think a guy can trust his woman more. If you're not, if a guy's mm -hmm. not fucking up, he's not gonna be thinking his girl fucking up. You know what I mean? Right. Fucking you up, go. he's gonna be thinking his girl cheating. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tip for that. Yeah. If they say if, if they're accusing you of doing something, then that means they're doing something. If I'm in a relationship, I don't see nobody else. I'm if I'm in love and I'm with my dude, I don't see nobody else. I'm oblivious to anybody else. Nobody else matters. I'm, I'm, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. I'm loyal to my man. I'm not going to see anybody else. I may look. Yeah, we ain't blind. We may look, but I, I'm loyal. I'm, I'm loyal to my man. I'm not. I'm, and man I'm not going to be. That's why we trust y'all more. Exactly. Man, know that. That's and, why we trust y'all more. Yep. And I'm one of those women. I'm not the type. Not, and, and I hate this. I don't know for any anybody else, woman. I'm just saying for me. I'm not the type to go in your phone and be doing all that detective shit. Hell no. Hell no. Because whatever's done in the dark is going to come to the light. You don't have to do that's all true. that. I'm secure with myself that I don't have to do that. I don't. That's how my mother taught me. I'm sorry. But so how, how does all the other ladies feel about that? Do you feel that it's right to go in a man's telephone when he's when he's not around? Hell no. That's what I want to know. That's a good topic. Hell no. Can you hear me? No. No. Can you hear me? Is it, okay is it okay? No. Do we no. Feelings? Well, I'm guilty of it multiple times. <laughs> in the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning, but not anymore. You know, he came home from prison and there's these things, but but not anymore. Now it's just like it don't it don't matter because it don't matter. And like Nina said, it will it if I need to know something, I'll know. It's too much energy. I don't I can't exactly. I can't focus on that. That's too much energy. That's too much energy taken. Hell no. No, no, no. Yeah, that's energy. Well, what happens when you look for it? You're going to find something that hurts exactly. you. Exactly. Every time. It, it, it could be the way he used to say goodbye to the lady. <laughs> he may not even admit nothing. By. He may have said baby goodbye. You know, or something. I don't know. Um, if you look for something, you will find something. And it's really for, for a person like me. Uh, I've been untrustworthy in the past, so he has no trust for me um, because he knows that if I go out the country or if I go on vacation, I'm going on vacation. And if you ain't taking me, I'm going on vacation <laughs> like, all the way around. Um, and that used to be me in the past, but that's not me today. You know, I'm 51 years old. So he be looking at me all cross-eyed. And every time he called me on the camera phone, he got me going under the bed in the closet <laughs> so is it okay, is it okay to ask why do we react on feelings why 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 is everything based on feelings when a feeling is nothing but a feeling yeah no, well, I, what you mean by that bro that's all i can hear is like feelings 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 but what if we took out the feelings out of it and then we base it on each individual on on that person, you know what I'm saying, based on the feeling. Wait, wait, wait. What you mean by that, bro? You gotta, you gotta. Yeah, elaborate. break that down. Okay, wait. Before y'all answer, make sure y'all hear what he said. He's talking about the feelings, which connected to what? I mean, the 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 feelings of it based on. Uh, I mean, what we saying because we all we saying is like uh, the way that I feel, the way that this person feel, and the way. But everything is, of course, everything is a feeling. But let's take the feeling out of it because at the end of the day, it's just a feeling. A feeling is just a feeling, just like anything else. You know what I'm saying? Say, for example, sex. We all like sex. Mm -hmm. What? 
one feeling for a feeling, a quick feeling. You know what I'm saying? So if we took if we took the feeling out of it, you know what I'm saying? And we say, OK, this is just the way that this individual is. or This is the way that I am. This is the way this person set up again. I think, it, again, growth. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you That's take right. feelings, if you take feelings out of everything, then you just don't have shit. You don't have nothing. Then it, it mm. is what it is. Then nobody's getting hurt. You have no feelings. I love you guys, and ain't nothing you can do about it. But I gotta go home now. Okay, that's right. Listen right. to your wife. You a good man. Yeah, I know. I already know. You ain't gotta tell me. She's honking the horn on right now. Happy life. Happy life. Life. All right. God bless you guys. I gotta go. I said, what about happy spouse, happy house? Yes, that's good. That's, a good that's one. cute. <laughs> I said that because when I being nice, I started getting invited more places with the family. <laughs> because, um, you know, as a woman, sometimes I don't know about all women, um, but when you find it difficult to be around the spouse's family, you sabotage, you know, to not go around. Um, but when I started being nice, I noticed she started taking me around the family more. And I don't know if I wanted to go around the family more, but then you feel better because when you don't go around the family, uh, I've been meeting a lot of ladies that their men don't take them around the family, so they feel some kind of way. You know, it hurts the woman when a man does not date a woman around the family. I don't know. Have you guys ever done that? It's a game that a guy plays. If he don't take you around the family, then that means you ain't the top. top. It's somebody else going around the family. So I don't know in your situation, but that's exactly what it is. Somebody else, is, it's another female that's cool with the family. If you ain't the main um, lady, then it's another female that's in the or it's other females that he uh, allowed to go to the house or whatever. To the, right. to the house. He don't want you to go to the house. I have a friend and and they're married, and you know it's very heartbreaking to see this happen to this young lady because he does it every holiday because we already have it hard on the holiday. Well, that's what I'm saying. The family helping him cheat. Yeah, yeah. What that is? Yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing, my dude. Um, he takes me. He wants me to be to be around his family. You know, his mom and just invited me to on a um on a little bay cruise on the horn blower. So I'm always invited to things and, and everything. He wants me. He said, even if we don't have a relationship, he want me to have a relationship with his mom. But um, so that part is fine. I just want to piggyback on what Denise said earlier, like the jealousy and stuff. My my ex-husband, you know, even he was the one abusing me. So I was into movies and entertainment business. So I took this acting class. We did a low budget a low budget film. So I do a scene where I'm walking out with the guy arm in arm and my husband happened to be there and he told me, don't go back. Don't go back. I mean, they, they did very good with the movie, even though it was a low budget movie, they got royalties and everything. And I regret that to this day because he was so jealous that he told me, don't go, you bet not go back. And I and I had so much fun. That was like I was in my element, and it was just heartbreaking, heartbreaking. But you know, you can't you can't be jealous like that and try to be in a relationship. No, you're right. I think jealousy makes a relationship really hard. Uh, you know, hard men. Uh, what me and my wife do? I let my wife spread her wings. Whatever she get curious about, she can go check it out. You know, I'm gonna give her my support. <clears throat> that way, um, right. If she got something to do, 
she ain't got no idle mind to be thinking about no other foolishness anyway. So you always want to give her some support and point her in the direction of keep her mind busy. busy. And then that way, when I get ready to do something, we ain't got to draw no straws. And she already won up. You already know. I like that. Hey, look. Hey, look. That's how it works. See, we got strategies here. And, like, the whole goal is about healthy relationships, creating healthy relationships. I mean, it's not about staying in our stuff. You know, um, like my wife is here, she could probably tell you about some of my stuff, but I ain't, that ain't what the purpose of this, this 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 show is about or this meeting is about. This is just part one. We just getting stuff out, and then um, so next week, uh, part two will be more of what the uh, like what the experts are saying. Okay, so yeah, so um, talk about the stuff so that we know what the stuff is, so that we can get some suggestions about the stuff. Definitely. And just Definitely. let me say it this, Ricky. Just let me say this. For everybody, you know, I don't know. This is just how I am. You got to give, I don't care if you married or not married, you got to give a woman her space. I don't care if it's an hour. I don't care if it's 10 minutes. You got to give her her space and leave her the hell alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, vice versa. Who said that? It's vice versa, you know what I'm saying? And, and and then and then you know there's there's statistically they say that they say that men love with their hearts and women love with their minds. So that that's a whole nother topic because you know what I'm saying, when when a man gets hurt, the first thing he says is you hurt me to my heart. You know. Big Rob, I can hear you, and I'm you got this is what I mean by that's that's enough right there, y'all. Because that now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about shit that I haven't thought about. Because he just said, men love with their heart and women love with their mind. Now look, what I just said 20 minutes ago. I'm analytical. I'm an analytical. I'm an intellectual. I think, but I never. I mean, but it's true though. Like when we talk about getting a woman, we really talk about like me. Like I'm talking about getting the mind. Like like I don't care about the other parts because if I get the mind, you know, she mind. That's the way I think about it. But Big Rob, I never even put it like what you just said, brother. So thank you. Re repeat that so our young people can hear what you just said and or, or anybody else. I said men love with their hearts and women love with their minds. Because if you can't feed her mind, then you can't keep her attention. You know what else, um the mind does too for women? Because when women can't emotionally regulate with our mind. We can't orgasm. We can't feel connected. Because um, right. I remember I was having some sexual problems, and I went to an older woman, and I was like, "I don't know. You just don't turn me on no more." And she was like, "It's your mind. You, it's your mind. We, we have to like visualize something that's like some fairy tale story. Right? It's a fairy tale story. When I was chasing them." I was chasing them. It was all romantic. Or if you're cheating, it's all like, it's it's a mind thing. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is only part one, y'all. Part one. But part two, we're going to get some clinical stuff. We're going to get some, like, what the experts say. I, I, I ain't, I ain't want them person to be like, well, what the experts say is what you're supposed to do. I don't work with that. But, but at the same time, there's some good information in that stuff. We're going to get some, we're going to get the, again, like, I like to say, use our meetings, like, the people who are meat eaters, 
Eat the meat, leave the bone. Right? A lot of bones, we're going to leave the bones on the plate. We're going to throw them away. But but the meat, all that stuff, we're going to take it with us and we're going to try to refreak it and uh, make it work for us. You understanding, communication, uh, uh, being considerate, you know, uh, not every like win-win type thing. Like, not, I got to lose in order for you to win. No. Uh, I like the brother say, he say, she get to do something so that way when it's time for me to do something, I should have to hear this because guess what? We hear it, ladies. We hear it because right. we don't know what's going on in the back of your mind about that lady that you see looking at us. <laughs> I don't see her. All I right. see is the store. <laughs> right, right. I'll say the last thing I'm saying about her relationship. I just really, I'm really grateful for this conversation because um, it's no right way. You know, like we, like this conversation lets us know that we want to be better and we want to do better and we want to help other people, you know, so. Um, I'm just grateful for it, and uh, I'll pass it to whoever else got, got something to say. I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the, uh, the dialogue. And before I go, I also want to say to the sister, um, I believe her name is Denise, I have a phone number to an attorney here in Solano County, actually in Vallejo, that, that will take your case pro bono to expunge your record. I'm using her right now. So resources alert, resources yeah. alert, returning citizen association, resources alert. Yeah, so I'm using her right now. So I'll, I'll give, I'll send it to Rick and that way he can um send it to you. That'll work. That'll work. Her, Thank you. Her name is Evie Archibald and she's, she's pro bono and she's here in Solano County, right, right off to our, right, right across the street from the courthouse in Vallejo. And she is, she and she'll take your case to the sponge record. And see, that's why we also have this group to so people can take advantage of these resources that we have. And yeah. also, like I was telling Ricky, I don't know if you guys heard, there's a resource network services that take people, get people jobs right out, right out. People be saying, "Well, I can't get a job. I got a felony." No, that's not true. There's re uh, resource service network. Recovery Service Network that's hiring people straight out the pen, straight out of jail. They're on 16th and Mission in San Francisco. So you can always get a job. Don't let that felony hinder you at all. Thank you, Nada. Uh, let's hear from Don and then Tank. Because um, Don's going back out down south. Midwest. Midwest. Or Midwest. Midwest. I'm sorry. Um, I just think a uh, healthy relationship. I mean, it was good conversation. Good hearing, uh, you know, different opinions. Um, I, and I just think myself, a uh, healthy relationship is just being open-minded, you know what I'm saying? Being open-minded and being, uh, yeah, flexible to others, you know? And I, I appreciate what you said. He said in the beginning about accepting your partner, not trying to force them to be different. Because we're getting ready for part two. Part two going to be like, I think that we need to hear what is a healthy relationship. Like, what is that? You know, like, I didn't want to give us no definition. I want us to think about it. But I think we need to be like, what is that? And why do they say that's what it is? And do we believe that that's what it is? You know. And I'm gonna come back next week, and I'm gonna give y'all a breakdown on feelings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I think um, everything that everybody contributed was good. It's something that you got to chew on because a lot we got a lot of people here. <laughs> so I'll be listening to the podcast again to catch that whatever I might have missed. I'm just so glad we things. had a we had a full group, and I'm so thankful for you guys 
to the brother who just got home like a week ago. Welcome home, my brother. Yeah. I mean, welcome home. And I'm just thankful that you guys are all on here contributing to this to this group. We appreciate it. Thanks. Say something. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad. I just want to learn how to be better. Oh, Denise, I just want you to know, Denise, look, we're going to try to hold on to you. We're going to try to hold on to you because we feel like you have a value and that you're a woman. You know, you're a woman. Like, we want the strong women. You said, said you say, I rock a different way. That's <laughs> what you say. You got me with that. I rock a different way. You know, I need to get the environment. I'm watching out. You know, I ain't sitting this way. I got to make sure what's going on. My, my safety is important. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. But so thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing your stuff with us and yeah we we, we get better with time so just hang in there Thank beautiful you. oh and i have that might be coming next um he said he'll try to chime in but for a business awesome thank you thank you Mom, just want to say again thank y'all for the opportunity and thanks for having me on it takes two in a relationship that's more start for help just remember that well, he said it takes two. It takes two, like Rob Bates, that old school song. It takes two to make a thing go right. I said my first experience coming back with family, dealing with relationships. Uh, I reconnected with my sister for the first time in twenty years, uh, and she talked about the hurt that I was so withdrawn. I didn't tell anybody when uh, I went away why, what, what, what I just dealt with it on my own uh, she expressed to me that I did that as a, as a kid I didn't even know that so communication is key to building relationships keeping them healthy and uh, the other thing I say uh, don't come into relationships with preconceived notions or trying to build a person. You know, you gradually grow them. Thanks, man. We're going to get some more of you, man. Like, we did. You got something to say. So, hopefully, you can come back next Sunday and we'll try to dedicate some time to, like, try to fix out, like, this situation you in. I think, like, we need to talk about that. Like we really need to talk about that because, like, man, that's like a setup. Literally like a setup to come back to jail. But for now, uh, we're going to leave everything on the table. Um, I'm so grateful. Y'all share y'all Sundays with us. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do it again next Sunday, 4 o'clock. So we have a thing where we can meet up in person as well as online. So for the people who want to meet up, um, just talk to me and we'll figure that out. Well, God bless y'all. So y'all have a great weekend. Um, and be safe. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.